0: Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and it's Tuesday, February 27th. The Tesla Model Y 2024 has been awarded the Top Safety Pick Plus Award from the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. This despite more stringent eligibility. As a matter of fact, the electric SUV scored near perfect in the crash tests. Tesla, which has long topped the list of safest cars, is again performing well as the 24 Model Y is among the 22 vehicles that received the award. Now the Model Y 2024 received the top score in every category except for one, which was the seatbelt and child restraints latch ease of use. Now Tesla scored acceptable in that particular category. The Ionic 6 from Hyundai was the only other EV to be awarded that top safety pick plus. The Rivian R1S and R1T did receive the top safety pick, but they didn't get that plus. Tesla has pushed a new software update to its mobile app with a new AI chat assistant, and a new menu to highlight the company's non-car products. You also have an easier path to the selections used by non-Tesla EV owners, like supercharging membership. Now, along with the new menu, Tesla also added what it calls Tesla Assistant Beta with an AI chatbot to answer questions about Tesla products. As we previously reported, Tesla is also moving its entire ordering and delivery process through the mobile app, making it even more central to the entire buying and ownership process. Tesla is talking about soon bringing the Cybertruck to Canada while Rivian quickly accelerates deliveries in the market. Rohan Patel, the head of government affairs and business development at Tesla, was asked about the Cybertruck expansion in Canada on Twitter, and he responded that it just requires some routine paperwork and will happen soon. Now, if this indeed is happening soon, then it'll be one of the fastest expansions of a new product for Tesla. Interestingly, just as Tesla plans to expand the Cybertruck up north, Rivian decided to let their Canadian reservation holders know, who've been waiting for a long time, that deliveries could be in one to four months from now. In a surprising turn of event, we now learn that billionaire Dan O'Dowd bought the three Tesla Roadsters that were lost in a Chinese port for over a decade. Last year, we reported on a strange story of three brand new Tesla Roadsters that were found inside a shipping container and were expected to be auctioned off for about a million dollars. A different fellow by the name of Dan from a YouTube channel called What's Inside, he got an exclusive look at the Roadsters and revealed that the purchaser is none other than the famous anti-Tesla campaigner Dan O'Dowd. Now Carl Medlock of Medlock & Sons, an independent Tesla repair shop, he helped O'Dowd in the purchase and confirmed that the billionaire paid $800,000 for the three vehicles. On the bright side for him, those vehicles don't have autopilot or full self-driving capability. According to Stella Lee, the vice president and CEO of BYD Americas, the Chinese automaker has no plans to sell passenger electric vehicles in the United States. The leader called the market interesting, but too complicated due to conflicting politics. Lee said, quote, Here in the U.S., you have too many confusing noise, speech from different politic. This can bring a lot of confusing to consumer and also to auto manufacturers. They are not eager to invest. Now, as expected, the executive did not address the market perception that Chinese goods are disposable. But in other BYD news, BYD's first cargo ship landed in Germany with about 3,000 vehicles set to roll out. BYD has invested in new shipping methods set to get out a great heap of vehicles across the ocean. The company is already selling about 240,000 vehicles overseas with plans to expand. (music) After an 18-month delay, Toyota finally launched the first electric car, the BZ4X, in an island nation called Australia. Toyota Australia's vice president of sales, marketing, and franchise operations, Sean Hanley, he told journalists in October, quote, Right now, hybrid electric vehicles are better fit than electric vehicles for most consumers. He added, quote, Battery electric vehicles make sense in places like Norway, but Australia is not Europe. Now, despite these comments, Tesla Model Y is actually proving that wrong. The Model Y was the sixth best-selling vehicle in 2023, gas or electric, which topped Toyota's Land Cruiser and the Mitsubishi Outlander. Less than three years after establishing its own automotive arm to develop electric vehicles, Chinese smartphone giant Xiaomi sits on the cusp of bringing their flagship model, the Su7, out to market. Furthermore, the electronic specialist has high hopes for the vehicle, expecting a large chunk of its 20 million current phone users to consider buying one. Now, while we have not got a complete look at the Su7, we did confirm that it will feature an 800-volt platform with a massive 101 kilowatt-hour battery. We have yet to determine all the pertinent specs, including pricing. It will be interesting to see how Xiaomi fares if and when they enter the EV market, We've seen other smartphone competitors like Apple continuously promise a electric vehicle year after year. We've also seen other electronics brands from China like Huawei, but they did not come out with a car either. On the other end, we even have Sony, the electronics giant saying that they're gonna make a car company too. Come to think of it, maybe I should make a car company. I'll call my car the hard bargain. You have to be a dad in order to get it. In today's community comment found on YouTube, D130401 asks, Glad you are better, but why do you say a country called France? Well, D130401, it is indeed an inside joke for the channel. I will not so subtly drop in hints that I am a stereotypical American with no regard for the rest of the world and a particular disdain for France. Americans are quite cognizant of our average lack of foreign geography skills, going so far as to make a bunch of memes about it. But the fact of the matter is that, excluding Canada, which makes total sense, Americans don't really travel to foreign countries, especially the distant ones. Now, it's really hard to retain information on a literally foreign subject, especially the stuff that we learned a long time ago and never revisit. I don't know if Europeans are ever given a quiz on where the state of Iowa is, or Washington, or Washington, D.C., But I'm willing to bet that if they learned that in grade school, they wouldn't remember it too much. But one difference is that the world has been under the thumb of the American dollar and the American military for quite a long time. And the news reflects that even into adulthood. The rest of the world talks about America. But in the States, we really only hear about other countries in a brief segment once in a blue moon. So jokes certainly have merit that Americans are not especially good at European geography or world geography. If you want to have a really good time, ask Americans about the Orient. Because with surprising regularity, I've heard my compatriots totally miss out on where to locate Vietnam, the Philippines, or even China, let alone Malaysia, Cambodia, or Burma. That's a fun one. A couple of years ago, I noticed an old globe still had French Arabia printed on it and French Indochina. Unfortunately, I couldn't take a picture of it because it was located in the Masonic Temple, but. Anyways, thanks for watching Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great day.